There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Richard Sherman Podcast, presented by FanDuel. It's NFL playoff time, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you win, you'll get paid fast. Jump into the action at any time near the game with live betting. And FanDuel is now live in Ohio. So use promo code RS and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. 21 and up in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bet. It expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Volume. Well, welcome back to the Richard Sherman Podcast. Another week, more chaos, Mitchell. Elimination. Rich, it's do or die time. It is do or die time. We got that extra week. This stuff is coming down to the wire drastically. And and we saw it in the NFC South. You know, I mean, we've been talking smack about this division all season long. And we had a barn burner down in Tampa, Rich. Your thoughts on these Buccaneers? Well, it looked like Tom Brady finally understood that, hey, sometimes you can just throw it up to Mike Evans over and over and over again, and it will work. And throughout the season, people were wondering what happened because they had such a great rapport and a great rhythm in the last season going into the playoffs, you know, made some huge plays. And this year, kind of, you know, Mike was getting his yards, but there weren't the explosive plays that you're used to. And then this game, it was like, hey. You got nothing to lose. Toss it up to him over and over and over. I mean, at, at some point, you, as the corner, you got to just start to bail and say, hey, hey, come on now. You'll, you'll catch everything but a go ball today. But, man, it was great to see Tom Brady, vintage Tom Brady, right when he needs it. He got it. He sure did 432 yards and capped it off with a rushing TD, too. And, Rich, to your point, I mean, this is the Mike Evans of the last several years, right? I mean, I thought I was watching replays. Every time I looked up, he was catching a goal ball down the right sideline. And I was like, oh, that's another touchdown. You know, so these are the days you're used to seeing with Mike Evans. And now you got Tom Brady entering, 
you know, the offseason on a little bit of a, a little bit of a hot streak here. Can Tampa Bay realistically make any noise in the playoffs? Well, if Mike Evans is playing like that, he's unstoppable. I mean, he's gonna they're gonna need to double him. They're gonna need to back up that maybe that'll open up the run game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But if they keep singling him and playing eight man box football, eight men in a box football, then I mean Mike, he might not have two oh seven like he had this game, but He's going to have a day, and it was a had-to-have-it game. You know, this is for, for all the marbles, and it was cool to see them come back because they were down early. You, they were down 14 nothing. You know, a team can quit. A team can give up and say, hey, you know, this isn't our day. This isn't our year, and Tom Brady doesn't have any quit in him, and so it was great. It was great to see that from the team. Great game for Mike. <sighs> But look at your Detroit Lions, Mitchell. Oh, talk about another have-to-have-it game. I mean, going into this game, you know, you had the letdown game last week. It was bound to happen. The team was hot. They stumbled in Carolina. And now they got to win out and get some love from Seattle in the loss column. That didn't happen today. But in Detroit, they're at home. They look like a great team. I mean, their offense is clicking on all cylinders. Jared Goff looks like Matt Stafford out there. I mean, my goodness, Rich, if this team could only play at home every game of the season, they might be a serious, serious contender. But unfortunately, they can't. I mean, the Bears got off rolling quick. Justin Fields, 100 yards running in the first quarter. But the Lions calmed things down. You know, their offense coordinator, Ben Johnson, does a hell of a job. And the Lions are still still have a glimmer of hope. I mean, does this does this have you have any more faith in this team after last week, Rich, with this big win this week? Uh, Metro, Metro, Metro. Let's just come on. You got to you got to give me something here, far. man. Come on, <laughs> Mitchell. You got something. You got the win against uh, Chicago's Bears teams that is going to pick two in the draft. <laughs> but like, let's go, Mitchell. We're not going to go crazy here. But it was great. It was great offensive production. Jared Goff, eight straight games without an interception. I mean, it's going to be very hard for – it's going to be a hard decision for uh, the Lions, what they're going to do this offseason, because they're, they're going to they're gonna have to figure it out. They're going to have the Rams pick, which will be top five. Will they need a quarterback with Jared Goff playing like the number one pick that he was? I doubt it. You know, I doubt you go that way, that direction. you got other holes to fill. Hopefully you're able to fill them. Um, James Houston, three sacks. Josh Pascal two sacks. DeAndre Swift came through for your fantasy team, Mitchell. Came through. I think he came through for a lot of fantasy teams, Rich. This is championship weekend. We can't forget that. But, Rich, I know you're high on Tyreek Woolen, but let's not forget about Aiden Hutchinson. I mean, this guy's got his third interception as a defensive end. I mean, that's relatively unheard of in this league. In fact, I think he's the first player to have three interceptions combined with a certain number of sacks, etc., and then you like giving love to random players every now and again. How about this rookie, James Houston, Rich? He comes in. He's first off out of Jackson State, Deion Sanders air. You know, I think this is his seventh or eighth sack of the season. He's only played since week eight or nine. I mean, it's three sacks today, Rich. So got to I mean, give kudos three, to these guys. You got to give him a lot of love. Three sacks is hard to get for anybody. And for him to come on the scene like that, I mean, it's awesome. But it's it's that's why Detroit is playing well. They're finding gold. They're finding these late round gems. These young guys are playing outside of their mind. It's cool to see. It's really cool to see. It's cool to see Jared Goff play well. Jamal Williams is playing well. It's exciting football. Um, and you talked about it earlier. Justin Fields was having a field day in the first quarter. I think he had 105 or so in the first quarter. You know, kind of slowed it down after that. Um, 
threw an interception late in the game, wasn't very efficient passing the ball. And, I mean, Detroit still needs some help, but going to Green Bay and beating Green Bay would be big for their psyche, for their record, and for their playoff hopes, man. That, But it's a, it's a stretch, Mitchell. Well, let's stay in that division. Let's talk about Green Bay. We like to call him Kirko. I'm going to call him Kirk No. Rich, three interceptions. This is Vikings team. I'm just going to let you take the floor here. This is 12 and four, Rich. What do you think of this Vikings team at 12 and four? Mitchell, I think they're, they're either a first round exit or a second round exit team. They're not a Super Bowl team, but it was fun. It was a fun run. You know, they got a lot of veterans, a lot of guys I like on that team. But they're not they're not winning the Super Bowl with this team. You know, you you wanted to believe in them last week. You know, they they played hard. They, you know, had a balanced attack. You're like, mm, maybe, maybe they figured it out. But then this game shows you they have not, you know. And it's not even like Aaron, Aaron just killed them and sliced and diced them. Aaron wasn't going off like that. Their defense played really well. Aaron Rodgers only had 159 yards passing and one touchdown. Um, they gave up a lot of yards on the ground, and the Green Bay defense played uh, outstanding. You heard all the trash talk earlier in the week, all the trash talk earlier in the week. Jair Alexander, you know, talking about Justin Jefferson stuff was just a fluke. Hey, you say that you better you better show up. And their whole defense showed up. Uh, Justin Jefferson didn't even have a catch in the first half, which is mm. crazy. He had one catch for 15 yards in the entire game. And I think he had six targets. Hey, that's backing up your talk. That's that's you talk about it. You be about it. And um, like you said, Kirko struggled three interceptions. Like, you can't have that, but that's good Kirk versus bad Kirk. You know, it's Jekyll and Hyde. They've won, I think, 10. They're undefeated in one-score games, you know. But then they got, got these disgusting blowouts. You know, Dallas blew them out 40-3. to three. You know, this this game got out of hand. And you're like, uh, like, I can't, I can't trust a team that gets blown out so easily. I, I certainly haven't seen anything like this, Rich. I mean, they're 12-4. and four. They have a minus 19 point differential on the season. I, I don't even know how that is statistically possible, but the Vikings have uh, have so, found some way to do it. Uh, Rich, Aaron Rodgers, 18 and one in December, him and LaFleur in December and January. Right, and this team, again, we talked about it last week. Rodgers seems to speak things into existence. You know, he's got this quiet confidence about him, a little bit of cockiness, if you will. But Richard, he backs it up and he gets his team's wins in crucial positions. Now they control their own destiny. You know, they win against Detroit. They are in. Do you foresee them winning against Detroit? And if so, what kind of noise can they make in the postseason? I mean, it's just so unpredictable. Um, but, you know, it's a cool stat, you know, with LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers, 18-1 and one in December and January, and that's when you want to be playing your best football. I think they've won five in a row. It feels like a, a much better team than their record shows, but I still don't think they're complete enough to really do a ton of damage. Now, Now, sure, they can run into Minnesota in the first round. Again, repeat matchup. Mm-hmm. I, I think they can win that game. Um but I think a much better Green Bay Packers team played against San Francisco last year in the playoffs and went home. And they were at home, you know, with Devontae Adams and the boys. You know, there wasn't young receivers. But I still think, you know, when you got Aaron Rodgers and you got Tom Brady, you got a chance. And uh, they'll have a chance, but it's going to be a long shot. Now, Rich, I don't want to stray too far away from this playoff picture, but we had a team that eliminated themselves from contention today in the Washington Commanders. We talked about it last week. You bench your boy Heineke for Carson Wentz. And 
you questioned it. I questioned it. It didn't seem to make a ton of sense. And then we see it on the field today with Carson Wentz struggling mightily against the Browns, resulting in a loss. Your thoughts on that coaching decision? I don't want to play Monday morning quarterback here, but I think we have to. Your thoughts on Carson Wentz going forward? I mean, I, 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 the same way I felt about Carson Wentz before. You know, I, I I don't think he's a great quarterback. You know, but people keep thinking they can save him. People keep thinking they can be. They got got the answers. You know, not that uh, Taylor Heineke is is perfect. You know, he's not Tom Brady by any stretch of the imagination. But the guys play for him. They fight for him. But they hadn't been winning. So I think. Ron Rivera is just trying to get a spark. The thing that is more um, stunning and and surprising is that that it didn't seem like Ron Rivera knew that they were eliminated from the playoffs, which is, I mean, that's a whole story for a different day. But, I mean, it was great for the Browns defense. They got, they got turnovers. Miles Garrett played a really good game. Nick Chubb, Deshaun Watson played his best game to date. Still not a great, not great completion percentage, but th- three touchdowns, 169 yards. Amari Cooper, his uh, one of his best games of the season. So, as a Browns fan, I'm sure you you know, I mean, you can get excited about it. You can get excited about how this team is playing. You're not going to the playoffs this year. You're doing all right, Mike. It's okay. It's the last Monday night game of the regular season, so make sure you make every moment more by downloading FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. And FanDuel is now live in Ohio for a huge matchup between Cincinnati and Buffalo. And there's no better way to get involved than with the same game parlay. Uh, This Monday night, we're going to go with Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, plus one and a half, and we're taking the over, predicting a shootout over 49 and a half. And with FanDuel's new live same game parlays, you can continue Continue building same game parlays even after the game has started. There's no feeling like nailing a same game parlay bet. So lock in your bet today on FanDuel. New to FanDuel Sportsbook? Get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 with promo code RS. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 up in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bet. That expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, Rich, let's talk about a team that might be going to the playoffs. Your hometown, Seattle Seahawks. Get it done against Mike White, your homeboy. I know you love you some Mike White. But the Seahawks just came out the gates, dominated. You know, gave it to our boy K-9. Runs right down the field, 60-yard gasher right on the first possession. And the Seahawks never looked back. This team, I, I didn't believe in them a week ago. I didn't believe in them two weeks ago. But now they're looking like a team that maybe, maybe they get hot at the right time. Rich, your thought on the Seattle Seahawks? 
I mean, the thing that's really exciting for that team, you know, I mean, Mike White struggled mightily, you know, looked uncomfortable the entire game, just didn't look look like the quarterback he had looked like against Buffalo in the games he started against Chicago. But that's the league every week. You know, it's a week-by-week league. And if you, you know, the great ones show up week after week after week after week after week. And it was unfortunate that um, Mike Mike didn't play well. Two interceptions, and I mean two interceptions that just, uh, one was really behind. Garrett Wilson was open. He threw it way behind him. Um, great play uh, by Mike Jackson. Uh, then Quandre Diggs made a heck of a play, you know, cutting off one of the routes. But he, he, those are mistakes you can't make. Um, but on the flip side, Geno played a really solid game, as always. Pro Bowl season, he did exactly what they needed to do. They revived the running game with Kenneth, Kenneth Walker the third, 133 yards on 23 carries. And DJ Dallas also did some damage in the past game, had a career high in total yards. That was huge. Daryl Taylor, two and a half sacks. His best game as a pro was all over the place. Huge sack at the end of the game to, to pretty much nip it in the bud. Uh, Quentin Jefferson, veteran, uh, and they're they're playing better against the run. You know they they didn't. I don't think they gave up a hundred yard rusher today, which is huge. You you need that kind of confidence, and and it just seems like they're excited to play. But the Geno, the Geno Smith revenge tour. He's played three teams, three of his former teams. He three and zero. It's a good year for you, baby. He's done. It's certainly, I mean, I know you were higher on him than most were, but he's certainly revitalized his career. What I love about this more than anything, though, Rich, is that you have to be a Detroit Lions fan going into next week because the Detroit Lions must win in order for Seattle to have a shot at getting into the playoffs. Let's keep it in the division. We saw a great game, a great finish, and certainly not a game I expected to be close at all. The San Francisco 49ers pull off a very close, tight win in overtime against the Las Vegas Raiders. Your thoughts on this game? Well, uh, it's concerning for, for the 49ers defense, you know, because like we've been talking about, they got healthier. Jared Stidham is his first start of his career. And, and unless he's coming out here developing into Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Drew Brees or one of the all-time greats, this is going to be cause for concern because they were running – Beaters, you know, they were they were finding holes in the San Francisco 49ers defense. Um, they were still solid against the run. But I mean, every team doesn't have a Devontae Adams. He had seven for 153. Um, majority of it came against Diamador Lenore, who just, you know, when you're young and you're dealing with the best receiver in football, you're going to struggle. You know, you're going to learn throughout the game why he's the best receiver in football. He just set a franchise record for receptions. But the 49ers are on a nine game win streak. The offense put up 37 points with Brock Purdy, needed, had to have it drive at the end of the football game, ice in his veins, drove it all the way down the field. Unfortunately, Robbie Gold, which is the conversation, you can't miss that one, you know, regulation, thank goodness. Tayshawn Gibson gives him, gives him another opportunity, you know, on a pass that was forced to be errant because of Nicholas, John Bosa, huge play in overtime right when the team needed through just freaking destroys the tackle into the quarterback, can't step into the throw, lobs up a gimme for Tayshawn Gibson. He returns it to the seven. The rest is history. Kick the field goal. Let's go home. And, uh, you, you, I mean, CMC, CMC. I mean, they've lost one game since CMC has, has been traded for, uh, and now it's against the Kansas City Chiefs on his, I mean, he was a couple days in, so some people count it, some people don't. But since then, they have not lost a game, and he's been really efficient Brandon Ayuk plays his best game, nine receptions for 101 and a tug. And guess what, Mitchell? Next week, 
Tyshawn comes back. Debo Samuel is back in the fold next week. And everybody's like, oh, my God, you forgot about Debo. You're going to hear the music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Kind of like Joel's. But they're going to show up, and it's going to be interessante. I like the 49ers, Rich. I think they needed a game like this. It's a gut check. You know, everyone's been pumping up their tires, talking about how great this defense is. I mean, we've certainly been doing it for weeks on this podcast. They deserved every bit of it, you know, but maybe this was a perfect mismatch for them. You know, you got a perfect compliment of Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. Who, by the way, Devontae Adams set a franchise record, toppled Tim Brown in his first season there. So, Kudos to him. And, and in this game, I think a huge story here as well, the 49ers are now the second seed. They're going to be playing at home more, and they're not going to have to have to deal with going to Minnesota. You know, this is this is a big, big win for them on the road against a team, obviously, in the Raiders that wanted a win. You know, and it's even it's even bigger because the Philadelphia Eagles are struggling right now. And it's not just offensively, it's defensively. They're finding holes in this defense. But Offensively, they're struggling. They scored 10 points against the Saints today. The Saints have, are, are, were fighting for that last playoff spot in the NFC South, but you cannot lose that game. They had just played a really great game, scored 34 against the Dallas Cowboys. It almost makes that game seem worse because the Dallas Cowboys gave up 34 to this offense that, that the, the Saints only gave up 10 to. And If they lose this last one, they play the Giants, I think, at the end of the season. They lose this last one. The 49ers are now the one seed. And the Philadelphia Eagles drop all the way down to the wild card fifth seed. Oh my goodness! Uh, this is this is disastrous for the Eagles. And you talked about it last week. This is a team. Everything was clicking. They were healthy, and then all of a sudden, the Jalen Hurts injury happens, and then the Lane Johnson injury happens. These things are happening at the wrong time. Unlike the 49ers, who dealt with injuries early on in the season. We're able to build their depth, get back, be healthy at the perfect time. This Philly team is reeling, Rich, and, and, and you hit on it. I mean, they're reeling on multiple levels. Uh, their defense, you know, played okay today, but their O-line. I mean, without Lane Johnson, they gave up five sacks in the first half. I mean, they hadn't allowed four sacks in a game pr- prior to this, Rich. I mean, the offensive line without Lane Johnson is going to be a big, big issue and now they got to win against a division foe in the New York Giants to just maintain this number one seed. This could be disaster zone for this team, Rich. It could be bad because now you you have to you may have to force Jalen Hurts in earlier than you wanted to. You were you were sitting there in a comfortable position. We talked about it a few weeks ago. Comfortable position. Everything's all good. You can take your time. And I told you, Mitchell, if you have a so- shoulder injury, you miss more than one game. You miss two games, Mitchell. It is serious. It's serious. These are tough individuals. They know what it takes to win they know the high pain tolerance and he's out if he misses this next one with everything on the line and they potentially lose this could ruin they 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 all of a sudden are on a road team in every playoff game if you want to make it to the super bowl you're going to have to go to to dallas potentially you're going to have to go to san francisco potentially you're going to have to go you're going to have to go on the road you're going to have to show that you deserve this Super Bowl because your quarterback got, that's why it's so hard to win a Super Bowl in the National Football League because when you get injured, how you get injured, who gets injured, Lane Johnson is not just one of the best players on that O-line, he's one of the best players on their team. So you're going to feel his loss and you're feeling it in a tremendous way. You can't protect the quarterback, hard to win. I want to talk about the quarterback and I want to talk about the style of the quarterback in Jalen Hurts. He's a dynamic game changer. But guys like this that get out of the pocket and create stuff on their feet are more and more injury prone. I mean, 
I and watching the Lions game today, Justin Fields is taking hits that, you know, 225-pound running back shouldn't be taking, and he's taking 10 of them a game. You're bound to be injured at some point. I mean, we saw it with Lamar Jackson. You were spot on with Lamar Jackson. You said he's going to sit down. He's going to sit down for the rest of the season. I don't know if he's going to sit down for the rest of the season, but he hasn't been back yet. How do you prevent this as a running quarterback? Because they are the nice, shiny objects that totally transform offenses. But with one wrong hit, that offense is back to Gardner Minshew or, you know, Andy Dalton or Tyler Huntley. You know, this is these are one wrong play away from ruining a team season. How do you coach yeah, against I mean, this? Uh, you, 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 there's nothing to say, Mitchell. It's the risk you take when you when you get that style of quarterback. You run across the fingers. You take. You you cross the fingers. You you have a competent backup that has a similar skill set. That's what the Baltimore Ravens. That's the strategy they went with. Um, it's weird that the Philadelphia Eagles didn't go with that strategy to go with a similar body type. So somebody that can come in and be able to do at least some of the things he could do. You know, not maybe not everything, but he can get some of the things done. He has some mobility. But it there, you know, it's it's nothing to plan for. You know, I mean, the, the San Francisco 49ers had a running quarterback, he got hurt, and they had a pocket port uh, a pocket as as pocket of a quarterback as you can be pocket, and he got hurt. You right. know, so it, it quarterbacks get hurt in the National Football League. You gotta have a good old line, you gotta block for him, and freaky things happen. But the key is having capable backups that can get it done. That is the 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 sign of any successful team. You're gonna have guys played that weren't expected to be starters and if you want to win in this football league they better produce at a level comparable to the guys they're replacing well we saw it in miami tua is out again with another concussion this is becoming a huge storyline in his career and i don't want to speculate on what's going on but certainly that number of concussions and big time hits in a season take their toll but teddy bridgewater came in inevitably got knocked out and they're left with skylar thompson now miami is on the outside looking in and the New England Patriots, who we just flat out rode off a few weeks back, are now a win away from getting into this playoffs. Do you like either one of these teams here? Or is it is it done with the Dolphins and Patriots? Uh, we're in playoff season, Mitchell, and and they're 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 prey right now. You know, they're just part of the the cycle of life at this point. You're not expecting either of those teams to go compete for a Super Bowl. They they will be, you know, maybe they have a a win in the first round, and you know they upset somebody, ruin somebody's season, but we're talking about from the AFC side, we're talking about the Buffalo Bills. We're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals. Those are the teams that you're expecting to do damage. And then you got the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, we we talk about Lamar Jackson, what he does. If he's not back, you don't really feel that they're a threat to, to dethrone anybody. Their defense is playing okay down the stretch, but they need points. And without Lamar Jackson, uh, Tyler Huntley is doing his best impression, but Lamar Jackson was an MVP candidate for a reason. Uh, he's not having his best season, but he creates an element that that few people can. So, I mean, I still think, you know, the NFC is San Francisco, Philly, um, Dallas is there. Green Bay is probably right after them. Um, and if Tom plays like he does, then, you know, anything can happen with those boys. I love to see it because everyone was writing off the NFC. I mean, there seemed to be only one one true team, you know, at least two two true teams, the Eagles and the Niners. And now we're seeing these uh, these quarterbacks of old, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, all of a sudden turning to them old selves and giving them a shot. And, and Rich, we got a huge game tomorrow night, probably the best Monday night football game of the year, Buffalo against uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. I want to talk about this game because I know it's going to have serious implications on the playoffs. It's going to have serious implications on the Richard Sherman power ranks. 
Uh, Rich, who do you like in this game uh, going into Monday night? The way Josh Allen has been playing down the stretch, he's second or third in the league um, in interceptions thrown a game. Uh, he's thrown 13. And majority of them, probably half of them, has come in the red zone at the most inopportune times. And it's not seeming like he's going to stop anytime soon. Uh, and Joe Burrow is hot as fish grease right now. He's playing well. His receivers are healthy. His O-line's playing as good as they've played in a really, really long time. They're explosive. Their defense is so scrappy, and, and they're playing at a high level. They're getting hot at the right time. That's why it's nobody wants Cincinnati to come to their stadium in the playoffs. Nobody wants to see that bangle, the, the, those bangle stripes come into their stadium because it's going to be – you're likely going to go home, and, <laughs> and he's proven it against Mahomes. I know Kansas City don't want to see him again. They've, they've lost to him three times in this calendar year. And I don't think they want to see him again. There's just something different about Joe Burrow, Rich. I mean, even in college, he just he is unwilling to lose, you know, and, and he has taken the Cincinnati Bengals team, an organization that was a relative lacking stock for a couple decades and turned them into a, a NFL power, you know, and, and I don't see that changing anytime in the foreseeable future. I mean, this might be Joe Burrow's league if he's able to bring home a Super Bowl trophy, which is going to be a heck of a game. Certainly going into next week, this NFL season is getting wilder and wilder by the week. I'll let you sign us off as we conclude week 16. Well, another weird thing that's going to happen is, is the Bengals don't pay anybody past guaranteed money past one year into your contract. Um, so Mike Brown is either going to have to trade Joe Burrow or, or figure something else out where he maximizes this contract because he's likely going to be making 55 to $60 million, and a lot of it is going to need to be guaranteed. But that's against – everything the Cincinnati Bengals have done in the past. Jamar Chase is also coming up. So it's good problems to have, but it's going to be very interesting to see how that shakes out going, going forward. But thank you again for joining us on the Richard Sherman Podcast. It's me, my guy Mitch Eisenstein, and we'll see you next week. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.